0: Hello, and welcome to the Godplane, episode one, What Dreams May Call. Rook, Nabi, Ozem, Willy. You each brace and ready yourselves for what's about to come, but the world instead goes black. A thick mist fills your nose, floods your lungs and your senses, engulfs all of you cold shoots through your body and with a sudden sharp movement you don't fall but your stomach drops all the same you blink and you each find yourself in an open gray expanse three strangers stand before you you all face inward willie you let loose the sprocket in your hand which bounces harmlessly off the shield of a half orc rook You're standing braced, your shield ready for an attack. But what you're fighting never charges. Nabi, you duck beneath a a fist that no longer comes at you, lashing out into empty air with a sweeping low kick. And Ozem, you lunge forward, ready to grab the assailant, who is no longer there. And you nearly trample over the body of a woman. She's lying unconscious on the floor before you. Bloody, half on her back with one arm extended over her head. What do you do? give me apologies apparently chat can't hear you let me um we're doing it live y'all <laughs> just a moment um can someone else speak just to let me know if appreciate y'all mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, y'all. I built it all up only to have this. Cannot hear rook. Okay, so I think I know what's happening here. Um, and I think I may know how to fix it quickly. But um, will y'all say a thing?
1: thing. Mike check one two and two.
0: Test
2: Thanks death, staff. Check. Mic Mind check. Staff is being set.
0: Okay. Sorry, y'all. Back on track. You all find yourselves adrenaline coursing through your bodies in a completely different location, all facing inward, staring at three strangers and an unconscious, possibly dead woman bleeding at your feet.
3: I am going to peek around the nearest person, like knee height, and just be like, okay, what is that? Who are you? Where
0: are we? She, you all see this little gnome's mouth moving, and you hear words, but you don't understand her. Except, Ozum, you have a weird sense. This gnome is saying something you kind of almost understand. It's like knowing Spanish, but hearing Portuguese being spoken. Okay. Um, And this
4: this is is coming coming from the gnome? Mm-hmm. I was just probably going to look at the gnome a little flabbergasted and shake his head a little bit. I don't think he's going to say anything. I think he's just going to stare at the gnome quite blankly. I'm going
3: to stare at somebody else and go, hello? (laughs) Does nobody see this?
1: Rook has a passive uh, insight of 14. Can I interpret the intentions of the three strangers? Do they seem like hostile intent towards us or do they seem like
0: Everyone is tense. Everyone is in an aggressive stance, but you all seem confused. You all are definitely on edge, but is it to each are you is one person attacking another person? It's it's a little hard to tell
1: okay if if no one else is is moving to attack and uh and this is the first time i've rook has seen these people correct all right then rook will be the first to like let down his guard uh to try to put put like his shield sort of away uh but have his weapon in hand and slowly you know to kind of look to each other especially if he sees the gnome trying to speak and the words aren't being comprehended uh then he'll try to assess the situation
2: Navi's just focused on the woman that's maybe dead. She's not really a stranger to situations, bloody situations. So she's like nervous, more nervous about the other characters that are around her, but trying to assess with her eyes whether or not that woman needs actual help.
0: So, especially with your background you can pretty quickly see that this woman is breathing, albeit slowly. And while she is bleeding, it's not from a traditional wound. Uh, Four tattoos cover her body. Uh, Correction, tattoos cover all of her body. Four tattoos down her side are freshly bleeding. Mm. Um, She lays a moment longer And then starts to stir. And slowly pulls herself to one elbow. And she starts to speak. And once again, you hear words. But you don't understand them. The panic that Ozem
4: was feeling is... Has like like a bit of a spike, and then once the woman starts
5: speaking, it's slowly coming down. But his heart is still racing,
0: and he's having a hard time breathing. She frowns and looks at each of you and says something again, and you can tell there's she's wounded, but she's impatient. She says something once again.
1: Brooke will cast Detect Good and Evil, uh see for the duration you know if there's an aberration uh, celestial elemental fey fiend or undead within 30 feet of myself
0: so you found yourself in a large grey space the walls all around you are made of a shifting mist everything here is a strange middle grey neither shiny nor textured and at the edges is a dome of mist that swirls. The woman before you, while not celestial, has been touched. You can feel that coming off of her. And even though the mists are beyond the range of the spell, you with your background, you have a feel for these kinds of things. And it's a distant whisper. But you feel... That there are strange evil things all around you in the mist. The woman sits up, says, Ah. She brings her hand in and a white mist coalesces in her hand before it shoots out and pulses through each of you. She says, that should solve the communication problem. What did you do? Where are we? What is this? She holds up a hand and says, you have questions. That is fair and all will be answered in time. I am Vassal, the voice and final champion of the Dreaming God. Each of you were chosen and summoned here to the God plane, the space between dreams and worlds, because the Dreaming God needs your help. And there's a pause and a definite look of dissatisfaction touches her face as she says, I need your help. I need you to help me slay a god. And with that, welcome to the God Plane. (laughs) This is an original 5e horror campaign. I'm your DMK Purcell, and before we begin, I would like to warn you all about some of the content you're going to find in this adventure. This is a horror campaign, and that means there will be some elements which viewers may find disturbing. I've worked with our incredible cast here, and I know there are lines and boundaries, and we have a system in place where we can quickly nope an ejector seat out of a situation if it becomes too much for anyone. Um, but with that said, please approach the stream with caution and take care of your own mental health. Take a break if you need to. Um, so now that we've gotten through that first bit of chaos, I would like to introduce you all to our amazing cast. Um, let's uh, go around and introduce yourselves. Please tell us uh, who you are, your pronouns, and uh, where we can find you on social. Uh, so let's start with Sophie.
4: Hello, everyone. My name—my name is Sophie. I am the community director at an indie studio called Donkey Crew. Um, my pronouns are she/her, but the character that I'm playing, Ozim, is he/him, and he is a barbarian with quite a bit of baggage if you've seen me, <laughs> me in a one shot that we broadcasted before this is a very different take on that Ozym. still the same guy but I'm very upset that Kay made me write the backstory that I had to write for
0: him I didn't make you you chose
4: <laughs> I did but it hurts
0: <laughs> and uh what's your social
4: oh uh, at subatomic mints which I think is shown on the screen is my twitter perfect me there and you can also I also go by gladiator. If you see me pop into chat as not underscore so underscore gladiator, that is my gamer tag, but and my Twitch handle. So
0: Awesome. Cassandra, you're up. This is why I invited this woman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I I am that name. I am Cassandra. You can find me as Cozy Spoon on all socials. And I'm playing a lady gnome by the name of Wilhelmina Waywalket, but she prefers Willy.
0: And And, uh, D'Angelo. Hey,
1: everyone. My name is D'Angelo Murillo, and I'm a tabletop RPG performer. I uh, fight with all my heart and soul to bring more inclusivity and diversity to our geek community through organizing events and writing articles and uh, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, amateur game designer as I'm coming out with the game called Emerald Templars coming soon. And tonight I'll be playing uh Rook. Uh, his real name is uh, Ricardo Valencia, but he goes by Rook. And uh he is a uh, an orc paladin. Uh he's pretty half young. Orc. Uh I don't know full orc, but oh. actually uh yeah. Uh, but yeah so I need and... to update my sheet.
3: You never go half <laughs> orc.
1: Oh, a orc. yeah there you go and uh and yeah so he's a, uh, um in like green dented gear and all that kind of stuff his shield has a, a beautiful unicorn on it and everything so it's uh super dope and uh,
4: i'm ready to be angsty so it's good
0: and uh i didn't
4: say the race ozum's the tiefling he's a big boy he's, he's like, like seven foot five total beefcake beef cake. yeah oh, there you <laughs> go sorry I forgot
0: and uh, last but not least, Jen.
2: Hi, I'm Jen Mac. You can find me pretty much anywhere. I'm the D- global director of partnerships for Women in Games International. I'm also a talent manager for Tires TV, and I also love doing things like this for funsies on the side. Um, you can find me at Jen Geeky on Twitter, or pretty much a Jen Mack the Geeky Writer everywhere else. And I'm playing. Nabi, who for those who don't know it means butterfly in Korean and she's a way of the Mercy Monk and she um, Wears a butterfly mask and her colors are like purple and black based off of the purple Purple emperor Emperor butterfly butterfly. and She has a pretty tragic backstory that we were discussing (laughs) earlier makes her feel like she's the main character of every story so um, Yeah, that's that's about it. She's just a human kind of boring. I mean nothing special
0: not boring. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that is our amazing crew. We'd also like to give a big thank you to gaming trend and to Bardley IO for the music that we're listening to, which, oh, I forgot to look at me, uh, DMing, forgot to uh, switch over our music to the, uh, here we go. Our main theme, which was written by ghost stories incorporated, uh, wonderful music. Thank you. Uh, ghost stories. And, um, thank you to our amazing mods for keeping the chat going Ghost swords we love you um we are looking for sponsors for the stream so if you'd like to if you're a company and you'd like to sponsor the stream we'd love to have you please reach out we do have a tip link for our amazing cast which uh should hopefully show up in there let's see if it's gonna behave there we go um 100 of the proceeds that are donated will go directly to our players um to thank them for our wonderful uh, I'm saying wonderful a lot for being amazing and giving us their time and entertaining us. Uh, as I said before, I'm Kay Purcell. I'm your DM. My pronouns are she, her, and the best place to find me is at Kdamfear on Twitter. I'd also like to thank uh, David Lee, aka Full Rubber Ducky, who is my co DM, who helped me put this whole campaign together and who may be working in chat to pull together a few surprises for our adventurers as we go. We'll see. And with that, we're gonna jump back into our game. Rook, we step back in time, just a few moments. Our story begins in a forest, unnaturally dense and alive with fey magic. The scent of damp earth, moss, and forest life is thick in your nostrils. But despite this beauty, Rook, you can feel that this forest hates you. It shrinks from you, but that's old news, and it doesn't matter, because after days of stalking your prey, you finally cornered the beast. The massive fey boar stands before you, pawing at the earth. It's almost glowing white, with blue and white mushrooms sprouting from its bristly mane. The town has placed a bounty on it, and it's allegedly gored some people, you suspect that's just an excuse to get rid of something unnatural. But it doesn't matter to you that it's a forest guardian. A bounty's a bounty. You've already exchanged a few blows with this beast, and it's starting to show some damage. You've escaped with little more than a few scrapes. The boar turns, its hooves digging deep gouges in the soft forest floor. Flowers and vines and shrubs immediately sprout from where its hooves scrape the earth. What does the boar see as it lowers its head, preparing to charge at Rook? Uh,
1: he'll see Rook in all of his, like, regalia, like his uh, suit and everything like that, battered and dented, um, his blood, like he's in total, total battle stance and everything. Um, as he stands there, and he'll take a moment to cast Speak with Animals uh, on the actual Forest Guardian mm-hmm. and um, and simply be like, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure we're at the end of our little engagement here. Any last words before I send you to the next life? As uh, he just poises Howard.
0: The boar grunts low, and you kind of understand it through your spell, but you also kind of understand it simply because this is a magical beast and it wants to communicate with you. It lets out a shrill squeal as it charges at you. And in your mind, you hear, you have betrayed us. You have betrayed her. You raise your shield bracing for its impact as it bears down on you. And the world goes black. We turn our attention to some place far, endlessly far away. Nabi. You can taste the grit of the road on your tongue as you trek away from Shishang. The sun is heavy, and the wind blasts impatiently against your skin as the heat of the hard-packed earth tries to burn its way through the soles of your shoes. It was a long trip, but worth it. You obtained a, a scroll full of new information regarding a meditation ritual unique to this area. Hot dry gusts of wind fill your ears and the deafening sound of sand ricocheting off your mask as you wrestle with your map, trying to study your options. Make a perception check. Okay. Eight. You come upon a crossroads full of large wind-beaten rocks that rise above you and cast long shadows you're studying your map trying to decide where to head next when one of those shadows separates and then another and then another two humans a half orc a goblin and a half elf emerge you'd assume they were bandits but their gear is far too well cared for mercenaries then What do they see as they approach Nabi?
2: So Nabi's got, um, she has a butterfly mask covering most of her face that she can see through. Um, She's probably like head down, looking at her map, kind of sensing through her peripheral that they're coming at her or at least around her. And she's got a hood kind of like over her, um, a black kind of cloak covering up um, like a purple kind of kind of thing that she's wearing she's not super tall she's probably about five four five five maybe which she tells people because she's really like five four and a half um and she's just a very 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 still um kind of really trying to sense her surroundings
0: so a a surprisingly thickly built half elf who appears to be the ringleader of this group steps forward i got some bad news girly That healing ritual you taught old man Gresson, it don't do shit. Hmm. We've been sent to collect. He puts his hand meaningfully on his sword. Either you or the scroll, So you're going to make this easy, or are we going to have to rough you up and take it?
2: Have I ever made anything easy?
0: He snorts. Exchanges a look with his crew and they all move on you at once. A fist is aimed for your head as the goblin turns around to go to your back and the world goes black. Time and space blur, whirling as we turn our gaze to yet another figure on yet another rogue road. Ozum, you walk through the falling darkness, wine warm in your belly and wind cool against your skin. Dusk has just swept its dark cloak around the horizon. The soft song of night insects fills your ears. The breeze carries a faint scent of spring flowers. For once you feel rather peaceful. Make a perception check.
4: 20. Not net.
0: You hear footsteps behind you. Without even turning, you know there's three men. They're dark shapes against the horizon. Their hoods are up. Their heads are down. What do they see as they follow Ozem into the descending darkness?
4: They'll notice his shoulders start to tense. Like, the muscles in his back are... You can tell that he's getting a little more on edge with every step that he takes. He's getting a little annoyed, because he was feeling pretty good. This was the first time in a while that he's felt somewhat okay. And he was hoping that it was going to stay that way. But he guesses not.
0: You continue along, acutely aware of where they are behind you. Do they cling to the shadows? Moving quietly, or is that just your imagination? You're pretty sure that their heads are down, but their eyes are on you. One coughs, then glances at you. His hand vanishes into the folds of his cloak. What does Ozem do?
4: He also grabs the dagger that he has strapped to his side and is ready to throw it. Without them. Without any moment of hesitation, he will throw it.
0: One of them makes a sudden move for you. But once again, the world goes black. (laughs) Willie, barrels and crates rattle as a wagon bumps along the hard packed dirt road. You're seated uncomfortably, sandwiched between and half hidden among the supplies as the events of the day play through your mind. It's all so fresh and it's all so overwhelming. The declaration of war, your father's ultimatum, the letter from your friend begging for your aid. Even now, you can feel the phantom weight of the sprocket in your palm, the heat it emitted as it chose you, when it too started making demands of you, just like your father, just like your country, just like your friend. You're started out of your thoughts as Lars, a dragonborn fighter whose adventuring party you joined raps on loudly at a crate at the back of the cart should be in the clear Willie, he says as he walks behind the cart a toothy grin on his red scaled face it was his idea to hide you in the back of the cart and smuggle you out of the city so your dad wouldn't notice uh you're about to start your first adventure at last what does lars see as he looks at Willie?
3: Super stupid.
0: Stupid. What does she look like? Tell us about Willy. She
3: is a little half pint. She's got dreads that she's put up in a little half hipster bun, and uh, she's just wearing a horrendously garish hot pink and lime green outfit because she thought it was still.
0: You want to take one last look at the place? He asks as he thumbs over his shoulder at the city, the only home you've known, as it recedes into the distance.
3: I need to see that stuff. Like, I'm done with that. I'm done with this. I go and grab my stupid sprocket and I chuck it in the direction (laughs) of the town. I'm like, I'm ready for a new life. I'm just done with the dad thing.
0: (sighs) And no sooner do you throw that sprocket then the world goes black you all find yourselves back in the present a few minutes have passed enough time for you to have oriented yourselves to the new space and pieced together what happened before you were all summoned to the god plane you look around taking in this new location as i said before the ground is strangely featureless it's not smooth it's not textured and thick walls of mist swirl restless and ever moving in the distance about 60 feet in all directions everything is blank gray featureless the air is neither fresh nor stale vassal has recovered remarkably quickly once she got to her feet and she now stands with her eyes closed palms up in a meditation She is quite tall, just shy of six feet, with long, lean limbs, the powerful build of a swimmer or a runner, with compact muscles. Her head is shaved, her skin is dark, and it is covered, head to toe, across her face every inch, with tattoos. She's dressed in billowing harem pants that are sheer enough to show hints of tattoos beneath and a silver trinket in the shape of a butterfly made of mists uh, pinned to her waistband. She wears a loose, cropped sleeveless shirt that reveals more tattoos across her arms and torso. Her bleeding is now stopped, and as Nabi noticed before, it originated not from a wound, but from four fresh tattoos. Give me just a moment while I do this for our viewers. There we are do. you feel a disturbing bond to a symbol on the inside of her arm of two horns, one broken and oozing a black purple mist. Billy, you recognize the shape of the sprocket tattooed across the ribs of her chest. Nabi, you're drawn to a symbol slightly on her backside uh, of her torso of an unfurled scroll, the ink on the page lifting off to become a butterfly. And Rook, you feel an overwhelming shame as your eyes fall upon a symbol of a blind unicorn, its horn broken, black mist leaking from its horn and mane. All four of these symbols are linked by a swirling lines of gray, which shimmer magically. At last, Vassal opens her eyes, which are dark, clear, and contain more than a hint of dislike as her gaze sets on each of you you have questions ask them
3: look around to see if any of the tall people are going to say anything first seeing that they're not step forward and go what's the big idea where am i what is this What you take time out to get your tattoos going on and then call us
4: she... crosses his arms and lets out a huff as he watches Willie take a step forward towards this woman It's just like
1: uh, Rook will uh, I rolled an 20 for religion to understand that it was a sleeping God was that she mentioned uh, and try to get any sort of reference of what it might be
0: so especially being here Rook you have a very strange feeling that you know the Dreaming God without knowing what this Dreaming God is. You've never heard of it, and yet somehow you know that there is a Dreaming God and that it wanted you here. Um, it's a very strange feeling. Um Vassal kind of looks at you, Willie, and says, You run from so much, and yet you'll stand to me. I did not choose you here. The dreaming god, Ayuith, chose you and brought you here. I would rather die alongside others.
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're saying I'm dreaming.
0: The world, as you all know it, is not real. You, me, every place, and everyone that you know exists inside the eye of the dreaming God. There is a force which has gathered power quietly over the eons, a nightmare which feels a prisoner in this place, and wishes to wake the god, to break themselves free of what they see as eternal torment. If that nightmare succeeds, we will all cease to exist.
3: As the Saul is explaining all this, my hand is slowly going to my shoulder to pinch myself just to make sure this is legit.
4: Ozim notably winces whenever the word dreams or nightmares is said. And then people may or may not notice it if they wanted to see if they do, but the hand that he had on his dagger from previously, he is going to just run his thumb along it just a bit. They may not notice that he's bleeding a little, but he's just going to keep doing that.
0: And Willie. Really? your pinch definitely hurts uh nabi roll me a perception check
2: 17 oh 19 i mean sorry
0: everyone's talking you're a very perceptive individual and you've got your guard up the mists are moving in a strange way and you glance over and near the ground you swear you see two pink eyes blink at you from the mist and then vanish.
2: What was that?
3: What was what?
0: Um,
2: did you not see there was there were eyeballs staring at us from over there and now they're gone. Um, okay, something tells eyeballs me on the ground? That- Something tells me we need to be very, very on guard here.
0: This place is full of monsters, full of demons. The mists make them more powerful. And and no sooner does she say that, than you hear a roar. A massive sound shakes the very ground around you. And a head emerges from the mist leaping in one giant arc, wings beating once before landing directly behind the saw. She turns just in time to have a huge scaled head with back turned horns slam into her, throwing her across the ground, leaving her rolling like a rag doll. This beast stands six feet at the shoulders, but another 10 feet of neck rises before a head stares down at you white scales glisten beneath black mist which roils and ripples off of this body i need you all to roll initiative as a shadow dragon lunges at you
2: Not me just looks at everybody and goes told ya."
0: <laughs> for the record this does not match the eyes that you saw
1: uh I got a 14 to initiative. Okay.
0: I got 22. <laughs> Did anyone roll higher than a 22? No,
4: 19. Okay. And while this is happening, Ozim takes his thumb, sticks it in his mouth, and starts and then the same hand is just kind of reaching towards his back to grab for his great axe. He hasn't grabbed it yet, but he's ready.
0: How you doing, Cozy? You're on mute, by the way. I'm rolling, but
3: I do not see the result.
0: Um, do you... Let's see. Do you want me to just do a roll for you? Uh, why is...
3: <laughs> I can totally math.
0: No problem. Uh... Now I have to find you all again cuz I switched to another tab. Okay. So we have Nobby first with 22. Then it was Ozum. Um then we had Um Rook, I think no. What was yours Rook? Uh
1: mine was 15.
0: 15. Or Cozy. 14. Cozy, what did you say you had? I'm sorry. A lot of numbers in my brain.
1: Uh, she had sixteen.
0: Sixteen. Oh, Thank you. What said. <laughs> and ten. hmm Mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm.
0: Team is. And then. Okay. Um, so Nabi, you are up first. Vasal is down on the ground and out for this first round. What do you do?
2: Um She's going to pull out her spear and she's just going to like chuck it at this dragon's head.
0: Okay. Roll. <laughs> give me a roll to hit. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> oh, buddy. oh buddy. Oh <laughs> buddy. It sails right past swallowed uh, into the mist. Oh it doesn't swallow into the mist. Uh this came close, so it sticks into the ground just a little bit past. Okay.
2: She's um what's the thing? What's the thing? Um she's gonna spend a key point to okay. run up and try to Punch it. Okay. So twice. Try to punch it twice. A 22.
0: 22 hits.
2: For four damage. Okay. And then our other punch is going to come around for 20. What is with my rolls? I don't roll this high ever.
0: <laughs>
2: it's being very kind to you. What is happening? Powered uh, for, by terror. <laughs> another four damage. Awesome. And then, if she has any movement left, can she grab her spear?
0: Um. So if no. you if you do grab the spear, you're probably gonna. This is a big creature; it has some range. So You're probably gonna have to move out of it and take an opportunity attack if you want to okay, go grab she's the spear. Wait. Okay. Um. Do you want to stay like facing it, or do you want to circle around to a side?
2: Uh. She's gonna circle around to a side, though.
0: Okay. No problems. So we're gonna say off to the left. Yeah. Okay. Um and then next up, Ozum. You look down and look up, because this is actually something bigger than you. <laughs> For once. White scales that leak black purple mist. An angry black smoke comes from its mouth.
4: Ozum kind of rolls his eyes a little at the mist and sighs. He lets out just that big, heavy sigh. He pulls his axe off his back and he like stands there and thinks for a second. Sighs again. Grips it with both hands and goes to make an attack.
0: This big drama boy.
4: He just he doesn't feel like it.
0: (laughs) Tell me what he does. He'll go
4: to attack probably you said the dragon's six foot at the shoulder.
0: Six foot at the shoulder.
4: Right, he's gonna go for the base of the neck.
0: Do it because he can. Roll me to hit. He's
4: high high enough to do it. He's 7'5, he's got plenty of clearance. (laughs) Alright. And that's the uh uh Roll to see if he hits. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Seventeen.
0: Seventeen is exactly what you needed. So roll me your damage.
2: All right. Twelve
0: excellent do anything else do it 18 18 hits yes Okay, why did this die? Nine for damage. Thank you. Sorry, y'all, I am troubleshooting here as well, so if I'm a little scattered, that is why. Um, Willie. I'm, I'm working on it. I think I know what happened. Uh Sorry, y'all doing it live. See if that works. Hello. Can you hear us now? I feel like there's a double volume now, though. Oh, thank you. Right, wrong, right. Are is it (laughs) double voice still?
1: It's it's echo. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Let me see if I can fix the echo. Not
1: for you, but for the players, I think. Yeah. I think at least. Yes, the mist
0: is definitely interrupting the audio. Tell double sound. I don't know how to beat the double sound. Doing it live, y'all. It's a good time. Um
2: wouldn't be a stream without technical difficulties.
0: Okay. On the off chance, did that fix anything? Hello.
3: Words? Words and stuff?
2: i swear i will start the karaoke at any
3: time oh don't tempt me mm.
0: okay i think i know why my audio that should fix my audio maybe <laughs> no, no it's a, a, it made it made worse, it worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay um i don't know what's causing a little bit of a double audio maybe
4: oh, you're fixed you're fixed you're fixed yeah i know I fixed us? me
0: i i think don't know how to fix the double audio. It's killing me. Anticipation. Killing me. Yeah.
3: The real horror was the technical difficulties we had along. Really, them. really, mm. we're
0: trying to fight a dragon here. Y'all are level <laughs> five fighting a dragon, and I've got double audio. What is it? fixed? Maybe? Question mark? Maybe. I mean, I'm not. I'm not seeing commentary, so I'm hoping. How much did they hear? <laughs> oh, thank you, Sarah. Okay. People are saying it seems fine now, um, so I'm hoping we're gonna keep going. Uh, Ozum smacked it with an axe a couple times, did some good heckin' damage, cause he's a big beefy boy, and that's he what people just do. He, he didn't want to. didn't want to. Do but he did. Um, and now, it is Willy's turn. I'm literally just dancing on
3: the balls of my feet, and have my hands on my head going, Oh my god, oh my gods, oh my gods. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching people hack and slash this thing and going, okay, this is this is an actual adventure. Remember your fanfics. You you can do this. Oh.
0: I love everyone at this bar. <laughs> what you gonna do, Willy?
3: Okay, I can't hit that thing because it's really big. I'm gonna um try to blind and or deafen it in hopes that it'll help the people that are actually doing the meat shield stuff. Protect me!
0: (gasps) And I believe that is a saving throw for my dragon. I'm going to peek. Do you know what that... uh, I need the spell save and the type. Let's see.
3: Yeah, it says make a constitution saving throw.
0: Okay, and what's the DC? Uh, Is there a number there? One action. Step is Fourteen.
3: V. Fourteen. There. I was going to get it.
0: You got there. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Okay. Uh. Unfortunately, dragon rolls a nat twenty. So you like you pop up and well, how do you how do you cast your magic? What does your magic look like?
3: It looks really lame. I uh go <laughs> and hope that it gets it.
0: <laughs> and. This dragon like sees the movement and it like spins its head around It goes, okay. and then it's like nothing happens, and it looks a little confused and maybe a little insulted.
3: I I hide behind Ozem because it's the biggest person
0: here. <laughs> um, are you, are you that, that close, close to me? To I me don't think, you think you're that close, close to me. me.
3: Am I that close to them?
0: We we're we're doing theater of the mind, so you okay. can you okay. know, sure. you can. I'm letting y'all decide where you're going to place yourselves. There's in plenty
1: of spirit, you're behind them. Yeah.
4: You can climb right onto his back. Don't worry. There's things you can climb and hold on to. Don't worry. That's you straps. look like you're
3: doing a great job. Just, I'll, I'll stand a foot behind. You look like a good wall. Hmm.
0: You do have a bonus action. Is there anything you'd like to do with that?
3: Okay. Now that I have Ozem in front of me, I'm feeling a bit braver. Mm-hmm. I uh, pull up my arm, which is just emblazoned with a bunch of notes. And I go, okay, okay, what would I do in this situation? Adventure, adventure, help uh, help your adventuring party. And I go, oh, oh, I got it, I got it. I pull out my recorder. I try to get my lips wet because they're so dry. And I just start tweeting this thing and uh, hit them
0: with bardic exploration. Who you can do one person, you get one uh, party member. The big one, the, the big, big one. one. O-Z? <laughs> so Ozum, you have a bardic inspiration, and is your bardic inspiration a d6? I can
5: I'm sure. doubt.
3: Yes. Yep. What yes. is what is Ozum hearing? <laughs> uh, the Titanic theme done really Perfect. Bad at- <laughs>
4: perfect. Thank you. He just kind of glances over his shoulder really slowly and is like
3: And I look back and go <laughs> He he does the like Tom
4: Hardy and Mad Max like
0: <laughs> I was so excited to get this group together y'all. I'm so excited to see how it goes. <laughs> um okay, and Rook. All
1: hey. right? Uh, Rook will have his two hands on his halberd and then just charge forward uh, the moment he sees the the creature uh, come from the mists and everything. And he is gonna... I'll trust my physical dice. Should not have trusted my physical dice. Alright, so uh, that is going to be a 15 um, which will not hit, correct?
0: It does not hit, unfortunately. Okay,
1: so then I will use my second attack. And then go ahead and uh, do that. Well, that's way better. Okay, so that is a sixteen. Uh, that's a twenty-three to AC.
0: I think that'll do it. <laughs> even even a dragon's gonna feel that one.
1: And then uh, that, that is, is 11, eleven for, for the damage. damage. And, and I am I'm gonna pop, pop my um, sh- divine divine smite. Uh Okay. Divine spines, and, and an extra eight. Okay, so it be so 19 be damage, damage total,
5: total. Uh, for okay. that deck.
0: What kind of... Uh, is your Divine Smite... what kind of damage does that do?
1: Um, is It, it says so Radiant, radiant. Okay. so I think it's, it's Radiant, yeah.
0: So, was it... I'm sorry. How much was your Divine Smite specifically? Uh, That one was 8. 8? Okay, so that puts me down to is
1: there a reason you asked that? Is there? Is there... <laughs> Gee, what? So, okay, okay. In, in in game, do I notice that something uh, it affected what, it more? I'm, I'm so. trying to
0: math and troubleshoot and do okay, all right, this okay. at once. So it's sorry y'all. I'm I'm No you're good, you're good. <laughs> doing it live. I actually ran like test recordings. And uh yeah. You know, what she what what's she going to do? Uh, I think that might reduce the echo some. I hope. We're going to have to figure this out soon. Um, so, yes. Uh, so, we're just going to do it right there. So, both you and Ozum realize that you cut into this thing and you both definitely hurt it. But outside of that divine smite, it doesn't feel like you two did as much damage as you would have liked. And then, it's the dragon's turn. So Willie, you're about a foot behind Ozem. <laughs> How close were you, Rook, to Ozem? Because we know Nobby's off to the side. Where did you end up? Wait, who are
5: you asking? <laughs>
0: Nobby. Okay. I'm sorry, uh, no, Rook. Uh, Nobby's off to the side. Ozum was in front to get the shoulder. Where did you end up, Rook?
1: Uh, I'll be on the... I'm assuming that I can't get behind the actual creature, so I'll go to the side, like one of the shoulders.
0: So, this beast rears its head back and inhales deeply. Ozum and Willy, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. We'll do that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, tell me you didn't just nat one it, girl. Baby. <laughs> You're muted, lady. I know. I said fuck. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> Did you both nat one it? No, I got a 21. <laughs> I'm okay. For once. Okay. I'm not going to let, let a six nat one in a row happen this time.
3: <laughs> Wait, but if it's one, we're adding something, right? What are we adding? Do you have like a dex a modifier? modifier? Yeah. Oh, no. That's well, four.
4: Do you, you have, have disadvantage, disadvantage on
3: dex? No, my dexterity oh. is just plus three. I have acrobatics.
4: Oh, right, you got it at one. My brain can't work right now. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so, too involved.
0: Willie. <laughs> really? You take thirty-eight points of damage. <laughs> oh my god! Ozum, you take half of that. Okay, that's it. So you fine. take sixteen, I think. Is that how math works?
3: I just I, I fall like a log, just straight backwards to a crisp.
1: To <laughs> so try to help the homie, would would Willie get advantage because she's behind uh, Ozem's large I'll, frame?
0: I'll allow it. I'll allow it. You get you got half cover, so roll me one more Dex save.
3: Roll another I
0: like it. Teamwork. Teamwork early. (laughs) Hmm.
3: This this can't be right. One second.
4: Okay, Okay, I I take take nineteen points points of damage. damage.
0: Thank you.
3: You know what? Forget the technology. I'm rolling the dice.
0: Roll the dice. You know, your your dex is a plus three. Just roll the dice. I believe in you. Come on, Willie.
3: I'm using the one you gave me. Let's let's do this. Oh dear.
1: Those oh, are cursed. Gosh. Don't
0: you dare.
3: Oh, okay, so the dex is three. Okay. Nine
0: You still fall over. The bartificer is out. The dragon breathes a cone of black necrotic energy 30 feet out. Ozum, you power through it. And Vassal slowly pulls herself to her elbows. And she says, We need to light this place up. She gets to her feet, holds out her hands, And as she curls her hands in, mist appears and crystallizes into a giant axe. She says, get the gnome up and light it up. And holds her turn. Nabi! So,
2: Nabi looks over at the dropping gnome. And is like, oh, shit, this is serious. Because she was, you know, her cocky self before that. Um, So she uh, spends a little bit of time looking at the gnome, looking at the dragon, looking at the gnome, looking at the dragon. Uh, Not really sure which way to go because she knows if she tries to leave that dragon's going to pommel her. Um, So she decides to just go for it. And tries to run to bring the
0: gnome, like, to help the gnome. Excellent. Dragon is going to take an attack of opportunity. Of course it is. What's your... Sorry, I'm checking... Does a 12 hit? No. You slip away as this (laughs) long neck spins around and jaws snap just behind you.
2: Serpentine! Serpentine! All right, oh my gosh. Okay, so she's gonna uh, run up, like, you know, do some swift dodging action, and then uh, run up to the gnome, and use her hand of healing, spend a key point, use her hand of healing, um, for 1d6 plus two. She's basically gonna punch the gnome, heal. She's gonna punch, yeah. Like, get yourself get together! <laughs>
3: My head just goes. Huppable. Now <laughs> is not the time for a nap. Uh,
2: six. You get six back.
0: <laughs> All right, Willie. It's not your turn yet, but you <gasps> spring awake to a woman in a butterfly mask smacking your face.
5: <laughs> oh,
2: thanks.
0: <laughs> well, let's be fair. Willie probably deserves that.
2: Should have drop first.
0: Not be anything else you would like to do. Um,
2: do, do, do... no, because she's not going back in there right now. She's Alrighty. just gonna, um, you know, yeah, she's just gonna
0: stay right she where can she chill. is. Chicken chill, to chill. Okay. She um, Ozim, how are you handling this? Ozim locks eyes with the mysterious
4: woman. Slowly, holds up a grenade. A frag grenade, to be exact. Just looks her dead in the eyes, and goes, Would this work?" We need light. You could have elaborated on that when you say "light it up." It can mean a variety of things.
0: She doesn't. She doesn't bother with an answer. I
3: like how he's arguing the point in the middle of a dragon (laughs) fight.
0: He doesn't give a
4: shit, like...
0: He... I have been so excited to see how this party's gonna get on.
4: <laughs> he begrudgingly puts the grenade back into his pocket. Um... Ah, uh, does thaumaturgy allow me to do anything with light? Uh <sighs> No, not really.
0: No. Uh, viewers, can you all hear Ozum? I can... just making sure is that better actually you seem to be less echoey when that happened okay they Ooh. can hear you just making okay. sure okay. yeah you were so much less echoey i don't know what you did but that fixed much of the echoing
4: oh i turned my mic sensitivity up <laughs> <laughs> oops it wasn't cool me. yay thank Sorry. you thank
5: you chat.
4: a little bit more okay so sorry that it was me i don't know why that was happening with a low sensitivity
0: i do think there is it's still a little bit echoey i do think it is coming and going um i'm gonna try to fix it but excellent it is your turn um and uh ozum just might notice because he is ozum and he is prone to noticing these things vasal's axe is bigger it is oh, so no. much larger that it's almost unreal that she can hold it up. It's like a Buster sword, but an axe.
4: Why would you tell me that? Also, are you hearing sabotage by the BC boys, or are you hearing the played <laughs> audio? Because I need to. Because then, if you're hearing sabotage by BC boys, then I know that we're having a problem.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not hearing that. Are you all hearing okay. BC boys? I hope Just not, because I, like I saw someone right saying
4: Ozem still has Godplane audio, but it's less. So I didn't know if that was like an echo, because I'm not hearing the Godplane audio. Answers.
3: That's great music to fight this thing, though. Thank
4: you. I have it on repeat right now. <laughs> 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 um,
0: I mean, you're, you're like, like enticing him to go into, go into a rage
4: into right now. I mean,
0: I mean, you are fighting a dragon. Yeah, but light. <laughs> He's a big boy, he can't glow! There's maybe other people in the party who have light spells. That's...
4: Okay, fine, he'll go into a rage. Why not? (laughs) He doesn't explain why, he just looks the mysterious woman up and down again, rolls his eyes, and will go into a rage.
0: Now he big mad. He He big big mad. What's he do? So, that's
4: a bonus action, but that doesn't count as my two attacks. Right. Okay. And so, I won't be in a rage yet, right? It's the next turn it off. No, you can do your
0: bonus action before your action. Oh, (laughs) okay. He's in a rage. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh...
4: Okay, so I guess I'll go for two attacks. Please
0: do. I have a big angry dragon that I would like to not kill you all. Yes, um,
4: but that's does a great axe. it gets the bonus, the plus two damage with the on the great axe, right? Yes. Okay, say okay. all right.
0: Let's see if I hit the dragon. Funny, your echoes still there, but it's different. In, In what sense? sense? It's less tinny and more melodic. It's very strange. I it's can hear not Beastie Boys, right? It. No, it's not Beastie <laughs> Boys. <laughs> yeah, your dice your is, cursed. is cursed. I'm
4: sorry. Hold on.
0: <laughs> Please don't use my dice. Then they're pretty. Okay. But 17. 17
4: hits. All right. So for the damage. All right, big beefy boy, let's do this.
0: Come on, chunk.
4: Eighteen.
0: Eighteen, nice. For the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, mhm. And again, it cuts in, but there's something about that dragon hide. It doesn't go as deep as you want it to go, and it probably makes you more mad.
4: Eighteen. Hits it. He's, He's hitting it again.
0: again. Hits it again. Get him. Alright. Get him. Not as much. He hits it for eight.
4: For eight?
0: Okay.
4: And I think I don't Yeah, yeah it's, it's just those two, two bonus actions, actions right? right?
0: Yeah. yeah. bonus action you get your two attacks. Uh do you want to move anywhere around this dragon? Because we got, we got Willy and Nabi kind of behind you. Am I I've still been going in it. Nabi's arms? Say that again, Cassandra. Am I still
3: in Nabi's arms, like, kind of coming to?
0: You're on the ground. Did- yeah, I just hate I you. don't think I she mean... ever hugged you. You're, like, on the ground getting a smack <laughs> from a woman in a mask. It's very... You might have feelings about it. I don't know your life. But, okay. um...
3: I thought I was being held tenderly. As oh no no no!
0: Have you no, met Nobby? No. You haven't met Nobby. No yet. idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, um,
4: anyway. he's been wailing on one particular spot. I'm guessing, right?
0: Unless it's whatever you want.
4: I think he's just like been hacking to try to. He he was going above the shoulder. He's literally, literally going, going like, like at the base right. of the neck, trying to cleave the neck off or cleave the head off
5: or oh, the neck because it has such a long, long neck.
4: Leg. Yeah. Um. Has Has he he made made any dent in the neck? Like, Like, is there a decent slice? How thick is the neck? How
0: How much? How. Here's the thing if you want to, like, actually work at cutting specifically the head off, that Uh is, like, a focused kind of attack, which you're going to have to do at disadvantage because you're specifically trying to hit the same spot. So you've carved several, like, cuts into this part of it as I hit myself. Um, gesticulating but like it's not like oh I'm about to cleave the head yeah, yeah if you okay. want to do that that's 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 difficult to do in d d we can mm-hmm. do it if you want to do no, something no. really cool and you roll an at 20 but like no. if you want to do a very focused i'm specifically trying to cut a hand off you need to let me know so that I can adjust the rolls accordingly
4: after the whipping incident i'm not i'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna risk, risk needing we had an to interesting in one.
0: We had an interesting one shot y'all you're gonna you're gonna need the sal's axe to do that bro <laughs> <laughs> okay he's, he's already in a rage, rage. Um,
3: um i think I'm, think I'm just gonna
2: i
4: just mean gonna stay he there good he, could, he take could take a step but i think he knows that the people are behind him he's not really gonna okay he's, he's in a rage he's not, not like, that like that when he's in a rage though
0: no problem so Willie, it is your turn you have come to you are sitting on the your... foggy floor <laughs> yeah, you are prone. You are flat on your bony butt. <laughs> you're lucky okay. you noped out of that opening scene. I was going to make you roll a constitution roll to see if you bruised your tailbone in the back of that wagon. Uh, um, Hitting the booty bone. I hate that. Great. Right? So you're prone. It's going to take, you have, I think, 25 feet of movement. It's going to take uh, half your movement to get up. Okay. But then you can move within, you'll have, you know, I'll give you 15 feet since you've got that weird odd number. Um, Where I am,
3: do I need to move to do something?
0: So, depends on what you want to do. You are far enough, you're about, um, you're out of range. So if you want to go and smack it with something physically, you're going to have to get closer. You're probably 15 feet back from it. Um, You're out of range where if you move away from it further, it's not going to be able to snap at you. Um, But I just want to let you know, if you want to move around to a side, so you've, you've seen... Before the world went black for you, before black smoke took you out, it breathed a cone okay. directly at you. So now in the range of that cone is now you, Nabi, and Ozem. And Rook is off to the side. So... Oh, man. Something for you to keep in out. mind.
3: I definitely want to get out of cone radius.
0: But as it gets to be your turn, Vassal looks at you and says, We need light.
3: I... Shakily hold my head and go, Okay, okay, can I pull out a weapon or and if I do can that, you pull can out a weapon I take over take out my turn?
0: No, no. Um I'm gonna assume you've got some weapons or instruments or something that you could pull out. Okay. candy.
3: Right. So I hold I put my recorder like in my thing, and I go, Okay, okay, club lights, club lights. So I pull out my club, I wave it around, and I cast dancing lights and I go <laughs> <laughs>
0: And... Lights appear, and sure enough, start blinking. Which might upset some of your stomachs a little bit. But as... The lights form, the dragon... uh, ...and recoils slightly. And you get the feeling you might want to make them... ...go solid and not Mm strobe. Can does that take another
3: turn, or can I just do that? No, 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 you can just do
0: that. This is just flavor. I'm just giving you flavor, girl. (laughs) Okay. So, that's your action. You have a bonus action, and you have uh, the chance to stand up, and you've got 15 feet of movement.
3: Okay, then I definitely want to move away. <laughs> so I assume you're going to, like, circle,
0: <laughs> circle around to the opposite side of where Rook is? Oh,
3: yeah. The, okay. the next biggest person. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't
0: failed me yet. <laughs> and, uh, so, I'm sorry, did you want to go towards Rook, like, behind Rook, or, like, the opposite direction so you're all spreading out? Uh, towards Rook. I need towards something Rook. in front of me. Okay. And so you're moving off beside Rook. Um, anything you want to do with that bonus action?
3: Oh, I thought moving with my bonus action. I'm being so no. conservative about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> every move, every round, you get a movement, an action, a bonus action, and a free action to, like, if you want to say something or do something small for flavor. And you can do those in any order.
3: Yeah. it. Is. Let me see. Can I, uh... You, like magical tinkering in the interim?
0: I believe magical tinkering is an action. Ugh. And I think right. your dancing lights was an action. I believe all if righty. it says bonus action, please tell me I'm wrong. Let
3: me see. It does It'll not say, p- say bonus action.
0: Then I think it's an action.
3: Well, right? I was like, maybe I will take this to just yell out, Hey, my club lights! are totally doing something. If you guys want to hit it with anything else, a candle, a torch, now would be the time.
0: So, as soon as you say that, Vassal, who has been holding her turn, goes into a rage. And mist explodes out from around her. And lightning pulls down from the sky and crackles on top of this dragon and does 23 points of full damage and then she takes two swings with her axe charging in with a giant roar ...with this axe that she should okay. not be able to hold up. And... ...she gets an 8. I set my d8s out specifically for this. You're not the only one, Cassandra. Oh, you're making me feel so good right now. <laughs> Both hit... Eight. ...for 14 more points of full damage... ...because of the light. And this dragon recoils in pain and lets out a horrible sound and staggers on its feet. And Rook, it is your turn.
1: Okay. Uh, Rook will have his halberd in two hands uh, just like av- after stabbing and watching the, the fire and flames uh, exude from the dragon. And uh, we'll notice Willie is like now by his side and he'll kind of look to her and be like, oh, little one, are you, are you all right? Or do you need help?
3: First of all, I am not little. I am travel-sized, and as long as you stay in front of me, it'll be okay. Do you have anything to hit it with? I hit it. Did you see my lights? My club lights, totally oh, working.
1: You hear Ozma
4: stifle a laugh when she says that she's not little. She's travel-sized. <laughs>
1: Rook will look over and uh, and yeah, the Rook is like six six two, so he'll look over and see like a bit of like her intestines that are out of her body a little bit because she took so much damage, and he'll be like ah, and he uses his bonus action to give her ten HP by doing lay on hands, uh, oh. and then he's like just stay behind me and and be careful, and uh, he'll then use his halberd and then just like thrust in with his first uh, attack.
0: Yes.
5: And
1: for a nine and then uh, yeah and then that one is a 16 which will not hit correct
0: oh it's so close you didn't have bonus uh, bardic inspiration that was ozum right correct yeah okay no it's just shy you swing and this dragon's already taken so much damage that it's like wary and it's this long life thing looking at it it's not a full grown dragon And it's still young and spry, even though it's bleeding, and it just barely whiffs out of the way, and you get a couple scales off of it. And it just lets out this angry sound, and sucks in air again. But it's not its turn, so you don't have to panic just yet. Because it is, once again, Vassal's turn. And... Ooh, that was almost a nat 20. She goes in with two attacks, both of which hit, thank the gods... I lost my d8s again. Uh, For 13 points of damage. And she nods to you all and says, We're nearly there. We have to keep moving after this. Go. And uh, with that, the dragon sucks in breath, but does not regain its shadow breath and frustrated it looks around at each of you and looks at the tiefling that is too large and too close and has done too much damage and it is going to lash out with two claw attacks uh, does a 10 hit nope. does a 15 hit no. So it takes <laughs> two swipes at you. And you just... I laugh. laughs. And it lets out this frustrated sound and whips this 10-foot-long neck around and takes a snap at you, Rook. Does a 17 hit?
1: Just barely, yeah.
0: So it catches you. It snaps at you and there's just rage and pain in the eyes of this huge creature. Okay, well that'll do. It's the wrong D10, but it'll work. Um, I yell at Rook from my safe distance. It's just a
3: flesh wound, you got this!
0: It snaps down on your arm for eight points of piercing damage. And Navi. It's back to you. You are standing over where a gnome used to be about ten feet back. This dragon is still up, but it is bleeding. It is leaking even more black smoke than it was before, and it is not steady on its feet. Um, so Navi is just
2: gonna like run right towards it, and she's going to do um, She's gonna come right out the gate with a flurry of blows first. Heck yeah! And... Yeah... Ho... Yeah...
0: 24? Uh, Yeah! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that'll do it! Maybe? Maybe. Um... I keep forgetting y'all are, like, high enough level to actually pull some good numbers. Um, Jeez, so,
2: for eight, so it's two unarmed strikes as a bonus action, so mm-hmm. that was the first one for eight, and then the second one is 16, so that doesn't hit.
0: Not you you, 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 you get it, but like, your knuckles just skid off the scale at just the wrong angle. Okay. And then she's also
2: obviously gonna attack, she's gonna pull out her dagger and stab it. Nice! Cause she's mad. Uh twenty four
0: That'll yeah, that'll that'll for connect four four, okay. This thing snarls at you. But you haven't done as much damage as some of the others, so it doesn't linger on you too much. But it's a very unhappy creature. Ozum. Are you as mad as the dragon? That's my probably, question. Probably
4: angrier. Yeah. So, still, still in still in a rage. rage. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, just keep, keep going with the axe. Axe go he's, Yeah, big axe skull but not that big of an axe, apparently, and he... <laughs> he's not happy about that. 19.
0: <laughs> 19 will do it!
4: Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Sorry. That's an eight.
0: That that hurts it. It does not like that. I bet it doesn't.
4: Here goes the next one. Eighteen. I don't know where these are coming from, but I'm going to enjoy it. And that is a...
0: 12 for damage. damage. Oof. Oof. This dragon is just barely standing. It lets out this miserable sound and staggers on its feet. It is almost more smoke than it is white scales at this point. And Willy, it's your yeah. turn.
4: Ozen screams finish it. Just fucking punch it. I don't give a shit. Just finish this.
3: <laughs> okay. Let me see. So are my lights still going? Mhm. Hmm, I don't need to cast more. Everybody's punching it real good. Who who's going to uh, attack next?
0: It's going to be rook next.
3: Oh, and
0: I'm right next to him. Okay. I got it.
3: I was like oh, I I lean over really quick and give him a a pat on the calf, and I go, Okay, you don't have a little bitty axe, but I'm sure you got this. Okay, uh, I'm gonna hit you with, and I just look at my my notes, and I I, I smack him with a a bardic inspiration. I just grab my flute and just give it a big fweet.
0: And with a terrible shrill sound, you are inspired smack this dragon. Anything else you want to do with your turn?
3: I think Willie is just so overwhelmed with all the notes mm. on the first adventure she just doesn't know what to do apart from like cheering everybody on and going ham on her flute
0: You are a bard, that is your job so you're doing it well It's just Rook. horrendously Rook. shrill
3: <laughs>
0: Rook, can you bring us home? It is your turn
1: We'll, we'll see, alright uh, I'm gonna use digital dice this time so let's see it's use like, the like, I don't trust that one. I don't trust, one. that
0: one. I don't trust that one. I don't uh, trust that one. I don't trust
1: that one. Dirty 20. So that one will hit.
0: That one will hit.
1: And let me go ahead and do that damage for that one really quick. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So that's gonna be uh 14 for uh piercing, I think. Um
0: and, and then your halberd stabs into this thing. This dragon lets out a roar that rumbles the ground beneath all of you before it evaporates into dark mist. But around you, you hear cries in the mist as that sound has clearly attracted other attention. And as this battle fades, we're gonna take a short break because I'm sure everyone needs to use the restroom. Uh, Everyone watching, thank you for hanging out. I'm so excited to see so many of you here. Uh, it was. I know it was kind of a chaotic start, but that was the idea. We will be back in eight minutes. Are we all good with that? Going to give you enough time to get your ears on and off, Cassandra. <laughs> yes, the struggle is real. <laughs> Thank you, viewers, for hanging out. Please take this time stretch your legs, get some water, take a mental break if you need it. We will be back soon. Thank you all so much, and uh, see you in a moment. and we are back thank you all for sticking through um our heroes rather reluctant as they are just uh discovered that they have been summoned to a place called the god plane to try and stop a literal nightmare from waking a dreaming god if this god wakes or so they're told then everything that they know and everyone they've ever heard of will cease to exist in the middle of this discussion They were attacked by a juvenile white shadow dragon, which, with one casualty, who quickly got punched back to life, the Fist of Love, uh, came back. And uh, they are now coming down from the battle. The, The dragon has evaporated, but they hear sounds all around them. Vassal is still bleeding, holding her side and she's studying her hand as, once again, mist is forming in it. What do you all do as you're coming down from this fight? could have done what?
2: The light- the thing. There's There's sound sound
4: issues.
0: Yeah. Is- is it better, y'all? Hello? Thank you, stream.
2: Can you hear-
4: Ruin it live!
0: Oh, Willy bad. Oh no. Yeah, I- I think I know what caused it. Oh no.
3: I can't be bad, I'm good. (laughs) You you are good. good.
0: Can you- can you hear everyone again? I think I know what caused it this time. <laughs> Not like objectively, just the sound. We... <laughs> Is Willie the only
4: one that sounds bad, or yeah,
3: can you hear? Feels so attacked right now. <laughs> can you so hear I
0: everyone else chat, too? Yeah, chat. You're the best. <laughs> For... Thank you, yeah, Emily. Okay, way. we're back. So, uh, as uh, as their silence, Willie, in her very Willie form, bursts out with. That was so awesome! And uh, Nabi, in typical Nabi form, looks at Vassal and says, You could have done that the whole time. And Vassal sighs very heavily as if explaining to a child and says, My powers come from the god. As most things in dreams, they are random and wild. I don't know what's going to happen when I go into a rage, but... I couldn't have done it effectively without the light. Oh, oh, Mm. she beats me! Mm -hmm. Oh! You are not the light, but we appreciate the light you created.
3: Uh, the the dance, the club lights? That wasn't it?
0: No, that- but you personally are not a light.
3: Okay.
2: And I thought I was rude.
4: Oh, some scoffs. Hearing Hearing her her talking about, like, like, going going into a rage rage and and not knowing what's what's gonna happen, and the god, and whatever, and he's just staring her down.
0: If she notices, she doesn't seem to acknowledge, and she just turns her hand over and opens it, and the axe dissolves into mist and scatters. He He scoffs scoffs again,
4: and... Pig drop literally holds his axe out and drops and lets it cling on the ground and is like so what's that about huh
0: my axe is a gift from Ayuith I do not have to carry it everywhere it comes with me we should keep moving and in her palm the mist forms a circle and then it pulses in one direction and she starts walking towards the mist dome that direction expecting you all to follow. Do you? I we-
3: look at everybody. See if they move. There's, There's some, some things Brooke to discuss
2: first. It feels the same
3: way.
5: I was beginning to take a himself. couple
3: steps. <laughs> but then I saw nobody move, so I take a couple steps back. Are, are we just gonna let her go? I mean, I don't want to be lost in this mist world.
4: Ozum clears his throat really loudly.
0: She looks back and says, I am going. You may follow or you may stay here and wait for the next mist monster, which is attracted by the souls of you dreamers. And keeps walking. Dreaming is
4: bullshit, lady. Look, we have just a few questions for you.
0: Walk and talk, or else we will have another attack. I
4: I couldn't couldn't give a single fuck if we have another attack. I have some questions, and I would like some answers now. She
0: keeps walking, but gestures for you to ask, and she is going.
1: Is the mist, like, collapsing on us, or is it...
0: It's ever moving. It's kind of ever swirling, but it... And, like... If you get to the edges of it, you'll see it kind of moves in and out a little bit, but it's not collapsing. It seems very stable in this place.
3: I look at everybody. I go, oh, this is stupid. And I rush to catch up with Saul. and then I turn around and yell at Ozem, ask your question! I'll ask her! Rook will
1: follow and be like, I better follow the little one. She might get herself killed again. And then, uh, <laughs> we'll head over.
4: Ozan looks down at Nobby and, like, lists shit at her, like,
2: questions, questions too, right? too, right? Of course I do. What, what
4: do, do you want, want to ask?
2: Why the fuck we were brought here to begin with?
4: Yeah.
2: Well, you can follow her.
4: If you want, or we, we can ask. ask from here. I do not care. I will move at some point, maybe.
2: Do I, hear I don't feel any like minutes? you should be here alone anyway, in case those monsters do show back up.
4: <laughs> you don't need to worry about me.
2: It's okay. If something happens
4: to me, something happens to me. Yeah, but you're useful, so. Debatable. He kinda mutters that under his breath.
0: Nobby, roll me a perception check. Ten. You hear a voice quite you don't get all of it, but it sounds a amu- almost playful. I wanna do what the
2: asshole says. I feel like we should follow.
4: And what makes you say that? Just the voices in my head. We won't unpack that now.
2: Probably a good idea. Okay. But we won't get our questions answered either if we let her walk away.
4: He gestures forward, steps, stoops down to pick up his axe and just kind of lets it dangle, and the blade drags across the ground when he starts taking some steps forward.
2: Nabi
0: he grabs her spear, too, before they walk away.
4: Is is Rook within the vicinity
1: of Vassal? Yeah.
0: Okay. She's working quickly, but not like... It's not difficult to keep up. She's also pretty injured. She was not in great health when you found her, and she got gorged in the ribs by dragonhorns.
4: She's walking slow enough I can catch up to her in five fucking steps. I don't give a shit. We'll get there when we get there. So, I'll
1: I'll turn to Vassal and uh, look at her wounds and be like do you, do you need help with that?
0: She looks at you with sirens blaring in the distance for some reason. <laughs> Let her god mind. help yeah. her.
4: <laughs> Let her god help her.
0: She looks you over. And she looks like she considers it. And then simply turns and keeps walking.
1: Rude. Then he'll be like, alright, well, uh, Vassal, was it? Um, yes. If we need to kill a god, then why didn't you choose greater champions or heroes of legend? Like, why us? As he kind of gestures, you No. Know.
0: She pauses, walking and turns to face you, and holds out her arms. And you once again see just the tapestry of tattoos, individual markings linked by mist, covering her body. Do you think this is the first time I have guided a band of adventurers on this quest?
3: I power power's oh. hands, and I give oh. a huge point, and I go, oh, oh, I get it. I get it. You get new ink every time somebody comes in, right? And there's- and I look around, one, two, three, four of us! So, that's why you were bleeding! Did I get it?
0: You are very astute. So what you're you're saying saying is you've never been successful in your quest to kill a god? No. Oh.
4: Great. Really really great really vote of confidence there really just great
0: and she turns and approaches the mist wall and again you see that sphere of mist form in her hand and she places it against the wall of mist and it her hand partially vanishes into it. She draws in a deep breath, which clearly hurts, and you watch again a pulse of magic come out of her and hit the wall. And this mist that has been churning and roiling and has been getting more agitated since this dragon fight, a section of it smooths out and becomes calm and almost inviting. Which is strange, because you've never thought of mist as inviting, and yet you feel like it might be calling to you we will be safe in here. And she steps into the mist and vanishes.
2: Forgive me if I don't trust the tattoo lady that all brought us to the spirit dragon.
3: While Nabby is in the middle of saying that, I'm like, you don't gotta tell me twice! And I rush in after her.
1: And then I'll look back and be like, we'll scream if anything goes wrong, as uh, he, like, steps in as well. Um, yeah.
2: She looks at Ozum and is like, after
0: you. I love this bromance so much.
4: There's a lot of Mad Max references to say, but... That's bait. I don't don't know. know. I I mean, I would would say say we could... could... Go in together, together, but that, that is definitely, definitely not, not a doorway, doorway large, large enough to fit both of us at the same time.
2: time. You're, yeah, you're pretty big. I don't know.
4: I don't want to go in there. You don't want to go in there. We probably should go in there. Mm. But I worry that if I step in, you're not going to.
2: Yes, because I'm going to stand here by myself waiting for more dragons to show up. If your ass doesn't follow me through this doorway I
4: swear to god. The gods, whatever. No god, I don't care. Just... (sighs) And he walks
0: through. And she follows. Alright. You all... Two of you earlier than the others. Step into a space made of pure cloud. Where is it? Mist. It's soft, formless swirls of white and gray that close in on all sides, forming a narrow corridor. Even the ground beneath you is made of gray-white vapor, which is somehow solid. The space itself is about ten feet across. Taller, so you don't feel like you need to stoop, Ozem. Though the edges do shrink and grow, with the movement of the swirling, almost living mist. Vassal steps into the space and visibly relaxes. (sighs) Let's keep going. We can rest at the end. It's not far. And she moves again, but much more slowly. There's less urgency to her this time.
3: I reach over to her and tug on whatever garment she has on. on. Hold on, you said that this was a safe space.
0: It is. For a time. The tunnels between worlds come and go and collapse, but when you've been watching them, walking them as long as I have, you get a feel for them. This will be here for a while, and this is a friendly mist. We'll be shielded from monsters for a while.
4: Can I roll a perception check?
0: Please do, what you looking for? Just... If anything feels weird.
4: I mean... Of course it's going to feel weird. I don't know, Kay. I just feel like I need to make a perception roll.
2: Check for track. (laughs) A
4: four. You're standing on a cloud, buddy. Shit. Love that. Great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Would
1: you say this uh, is safe enough for an hour?
0: If you ask Vassal you don't know. Can I roll yeah. a persuasion roll for that? I got a real good modifier for my persuasion you can just rolls. I mean, you can persuade her. You can just ask.
4: She doesn't like me and I
1: don't like her. <laughs> the Virgo will ask and be like, uh, when you say for a time, how if how much exactly will, will you safe for?
0: She sighs and is like, alright. And she again holds out her hand, and again, mist is forming, but this time it forms something solid. It coalesces into a silver compass about three inches around, about an inch thick, with a long chain, and says, Who would like this? Turns it around and it's just a silver compass with a blank porcelain face.
3: Ooh, oh, right here. Me. I knew it. This is the one.
0: <laughs> she yeah, hands natural. it down to Willie. And again, it's about three inches around so it's pretty big in your little hands and the chain it probably hangs down to about your belly button i can see that you are all a difficult bunch and should we get separated that will guide you to the safest place possible as you hold it it warms quickly in your hands and much like you saw with her coalescing the mist A compass needle forms on it pointing the direction she's walking you and the mist the the compass pulses very slowly she says this particular tunnel be long enough so that you all may rest and recover your health some will collapse sooner and this compass will indicate it Stepping out of character, so we don't spend forever talking around the obvious, this tunnel and any place where the compass needle pulses slowly, you will be able to take a long rest. Faster blinkings are a short rest, and um, as the long rest ends, the compass will start to blink faster, so you will have an indication before the tunnel collapses. The more white the mists, the closer they are to Ayuith the safer you will be. For now, let's get to the end of this tunnel and make a camp. We could all use a rest. And then she specifically turns and meets your eyes, Ozem. And she's not as tall as you, but she's somehow still looking down at you. Says, I'm sure you have more questions. And keeps walking.
4: He, he has And begrudgingly follows her. Can Can he he roll a persuasion persuasion roll? Just
5: when he he feels feels like she's looking down on him, he wants to intimidate her right back. back. Or uh, uh, an intimidation
4: roll, not persuasion. Sure. Intimidation roll. He just has the need, you know. (laughs) A nat 20 with a plus six.
0: (laughs) So 26. (laughs) She doesn't quite beat that. She... She doesn't seem to like any of you. But she specifically doesn't seem to like you, Ozem. And her lip even comes up in a slight sneer. But when you look back at her, she... It's not an obvious thing. But you're used to people trying to be brave in your face. And you see that slight give of her will as she just keeps walking.
4: He gives her an Absolute
3: Absolute, shitty Ingrid. Are all of us watching this while this is going down? Yeah, it's a very awkward party. Watching. Uh, Willie grabs her collar and goes, Um, (laughs) uh, "Because, to her mind, she's in a strange place. She has literally been plunked into what she's only known to be writing, which is adventures, and." There is a guide that she wants to follow, and a huge, hulking tiefling that was doing a pretty good job defending her. She wants to keep both of them around, so I feel like she'd want to do something. She'd be like, well, we can... looks at Ozem and says, well, we can walk and talk, right? You can, like, ask your questions, and we could just be hunky-dory. I'm Wilhelmina, by the way. You can call me Willy.
4: I'm not not going going anywhere, travel-sized, Willy. Kind of stuck here with you. I might as well follow. Because Because you all all seem a little too too calm calm about the fact fact that that she has never succeeded in the thing that that she's trying trying to do. And now now we're in the position of
3: trying to be the the ones to succeed. succeed. Did you miss the last 5 minutes we totally succeeded like we killed that them. wasn't
4: that no. wasn't the, the god. god she's, she's trying, trying to kill, kill a god, god. You, you think, think a d- little dragon not even, not even that dragon wasn't, wasn't even fully grown, grown. you, you think,
3: think that that's impressive i did like 5 minutes ago i have a feeling
4: there's plenty yet to come.
3: I just get on my tiptoes and yell, Is there plenty yet to come? Obviously. I look at Ozem, there's plenty yet to come. We should probably ask more questions. <laughs> Do you think?
2: Oh, God. Nobby looks at Willie and goes, Is this your first time?
3: First time? First time doing what? Any of this. Like adventuring with like actual like adventurers? I've I've written about it, but I haven't actually been in it. I can't believe I died
0: and I came back. That was awesome. Once
4: I get in Jericho says there's a really bad echo in the stream right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to fix it.
3: <laughs> Struggle. Check,
0: check. Um, and things. Unfortunately, I think it's mostly you, Sophie. I don't know why. I don't know. But why. I'm muted. I mean, but it seems to... you're fine when it's when you're. It's when you speak specifically. Which Dang, it's right. not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that makes, makes no sense. sense. All, All the sense sense sounds coming in through my right headset. headset. I I don't. I'm fighting with some back-end channel stuff to try to make it not happen, but. Keep going, Cassandra, because I don't think you're double-sounding. Alright, I'm single-sounding.
3: Alright, I'm sorry, what was the question that Nabi asked, or statement, or... Uh, Nabi asked
2: if this was your first time doing any of this.
3: I've written a lot about it, so I'd say I'm pretty experienced. Oh. Crosses her arms, looks pretty confident.
2: Nabi looks over at Ozem, goes, yeah. This one's uh pretty experienced.
3: Great.
1: You're you're bleeding, by the way. Do you? Oh, still. Can can you take care of that, or do you want? Do you need help?
3: I mean, I I could do with the help. I, I I mean, I just write about this stuff, and I'm I've always dreamed to be around people that would fight dragons and do exciting things so that I could make music out of it. She pulls out her little recorder. I, I'm trying to be a bard, you see. I, I do concerts back home. I just, I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm like learning, on the go.
2: Very
1: exciting. And right on, right on. We'll just try to avoid any sort of piercing or bludgeoning attacks from any creatures, because I don't have a lot of this. As, this as he, like, will uh, put his, his hand, hand on, your on your shoulder and then you give you five more HP. HP. And, and, uh, uh, and, and he'll, he'll like, like, look over, over to Vassal and go, like so, like, so is there any way that we can escape, or is, is there any way, we escape, there any way we that we, we can leave, leave from, here from here at all?
0: I do not think you understand how dire this situation is. And she, again, motions to her body. And you can see the left side where you're, ta- like, your tattoos are on the right side under her arm the left side is full there is nowhere on her body save her face, the palms of her hands and the soles of her feet that do not have tattoos you are the last if you do not succeed then the god will wake everyone almost everyone you have ever heard of everyone you have ever known and everything you've ever known will cease to exist. And I will finally get to rest. What's your vetting process? It is not me. You were chosen of the god. I would have skipped this exercise.
1: Well, if we can't escape, then, then I guess the guess only the thing, thing we can do is see this through. through. ...until another option appears.
4: Ozem kind of mutters under his breath, everything I care about is already gone, so I really couldn't give a single
2: shit.
0: Yes, I know. I was very looking forward to traveling with a depressed traitor. Thank you. You brought us here. I did not. I.U.F. did.
4: Well, clearly your god wanted you to travel with the severely
0: depressed traitor, so lucky you! Even gods have survival instincts. Nabi, as we're walking, out of the corner of your eye, you see a movement. Give me one more perception check. Eighteen you feel it before you actually see it there's a soft brush of something against your leg at your calf and you look down and you see a cat it's pink and almost hairless and seems to have missed kind of coming off it easy casually it looks up with you with pink eyes and you swear it winks you. And then it sidesteps into the mist. And it's gone.
2: Um, she like cut like nudges Ozum. It's like Did you see that?
4: Did Ozum see it?
0: Roll me a perception check. Alright. I wanna see what the dice say. Cut on that one. one. Didn't see thing. <laughs> Do We're any the of the hallway?
5: rest
0: of us see it? <laughs> uh, you can roll me perception at advantage if you want to see. They're kind of hanging at the back. You two are talking with the soul. It'll be a
1: nineteen to perception.
0: About a 16. Cozy, you don't. But, Brooke, you see something move, but it, so you, you just see mist. Like, it's just, it's weird that mist is coming this far into the tunnel. But you just see a curl of mist. Nothing unusual. I lean into Oz, I'm gonna go, there's a cat following
2: us.
4: Is it a nice cat? A mean cat? I'm not sure. Big cat? Small cat?
2: Small cat. cat, Hairless cat. Pink cat. Okay, thanks. Just keep your eye
4: out. What do do I do if I I see the cat? cat?
2: I don't know yet. Okay.
0: So, after a little more walking, you come to the end of the tunnel. You see the mist is kind of swirling there. And Vassal very tiredly sets herself down, and um, sits, sits crisscross applesauce, and takes now. Be a pose that you recognize as a meditation pose, and it occurs to you this is the second time you've seen her in a kind of meditation pose. Roll me a wisdom check. To me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm attacking you with a lot of stuff right now, but maybe you are the main character. Who knows? 18. Barbarians aren't known for meditation. And you saw her go into a rage. It was a weird magic rage, but it was a rage. So this is strange. You can do with that whatever you wish. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hold on on to to that that information information for for now. So, she sits, and again, motions. Any further questions?
3: Yeah, um, would you get your tattoos? Do you get directions on what we should do? Because you have a lot of them, so I'm guessing that maybe you've learned some things? Until we've gotten here? from
0: the others? She... she reacts to a question that you didn't really ask and you see it flicker but you don't quite pick up on what it is. She says, I do see things when I get my tattoos. I've walked this path many times. I have stood shoulder to shoulder with the greatest heroes you have ever heard of and you have not. And every time we have failed. this time won't be different but I have to try you're not really inspiring a lot of hope here lady she again kind of does this and you can see she has to have been through this two or three dozen times and she says I do not have a lot of hope left certainly not with this group she looks at Ozem Traitors. She looks at Nabi arrogant. She looks between Willie and Rook and says cowards. This is not who I want to die with. Hold on a minute about dreams so
4: much. It's kind of rich that you're calling me a traitor.
0: She just smiles, doesn't reply.
1: Rook will go like, Alright, well, if you've done this so many times, can you tell us what's going to happen next so we can better prepare for it? Anything you can do?
0: Oh, that's a good question. We have to travel towards the nightmare. We have to fight it. And if we can take it down, I have, I have found ways. I have found methods. But I'm not confident that you will be equal to the task. I'll take us to a safe house, from there we will prepare, and hopefully we'll go directly to the safe house, and then through an altar to the final battle. I will guide you, and should we be separated, the compass will show you the way.
3: At least we won't get lost. I hold up the compass as if nobody could see it. Probably because I'm very short. Is this the
0: same path you take every time? I have found the most direct routes and the safest places from the Nightmare's gaze. Does the nightmare happen to be a cat? You've seen a cat. And she stands quite suddenly and turns and looks through the mist You're not welcome here, demon. They're under my care, reluctant as it may be. Evil she okay. doesn't seem to hear anything. In turns it says Michelle is a distraction. Don't let him bother you. He has And a she name. sits and looks very grumpy. She's been grumpy this whole time, but like here's a whole new layer.
4: So is this just out of character? Are we in a long rest right now? Should we add our hit points back? or?
0: We're. Uh, I'm going to give you some time. You've been through a lot. I'm going to give you all some time to chat. If you want to ask any more questions of us all. Um, talk amongst yourselves. Any stories you want to trade. But it's going to f- finish with a long rest. Yes. Okay. Okay.
3: Well... I'm going to look around. I'm going to look at Rook, elbow him in the thigh, and go, she's talking to a cat.
1: Like, there's a bunch of mist here. We're, like, summoned. She's got tattoos. Magic. And then he just, like, kind of haphazardly leans on his halberd and just uh, waits.
0: So So she says again, she's settled in, and she says, There are no fires here, but you should rest. She pauses and she looks at you, Ozem. And she says, Since you'll be under my care, I will ensure that you are not bothered by the dream. Try not to do anything stupid. Rest. We have a long way to go in the morning. And with that... I
4: almost wish you'd let me have it just to see
0: she lays down on the misty ground and goes to sleep do you all wish to chat further would you like to take your long rest do you trust her that this is a safe place or would you like to set up a guard a watch
1: I'll take first watch
3: (laughs) you say that in character?
1: Uh, yeah. Then I'll, I'll look to everyone and be like, "I don't trust anything here, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and stay up for a little bit just to make sure we don't get jumped." If I if anyone else wants to help out, I would appreciate it.
4: Ozem will sit close to Rock and be like, "Just give me like." I don't give a shit.
1: I don't know. Whenever you feel like waking me up, just wake me up. We'll be fine. You you got yeah. it? Uh,
4: and then he... I'll take I'll take it from there.
3: If if we see trouble, what do what do I call you? I don't know any of your names.
1: My name is Rook. It's good to good to meet you. Uh Willie, is that right?
3: Willie pulls out uh Big ostentatious quill from the inside lapel of her thing, and goes, "All right, Rook. Yes, yes, it is."
1: Oh, good. All right.
3: What? What, what about the? What about the rest of you? Ozen. Oz. And you she runs out of room on her arm, and goes, "Oz." Oz is fine. And Nabby. Misspelling it horrendously.
2: And Nabi looks at uh, Ozum and goes, If you get tired, which is not a thing I think that happens with you, just, you know, I'll just be right over here.
3: What should we do if that, that cat comes up? Should we, like, think up a call? Like, should I go, kaka kaw ka Just sure. tell the
4: cat to fuck off. I it's a cat a hairless small pink cat it well you're small it could actually do some damage to you
2: yeah let us know just say
4: that the cat's there that's fine don't don't go kaka cacaw, cacaw i'm would you, you prefer a
3: meow or would that no, be too confusing just say
4: the cat is here okay that's Well, it. you know she
3: mentioned and she points to the sleeping salt she mentioned that it was a demon Just say the cat's
4: here. And you, Nobby, if you see anything else, please say something. something.
3: Got it. Willy takes the silence, and it's very clear that she is very uncomfortable with not feeling the... Air with something, puts her hands on her hips and goes, So, Oz, she was saying stuff about you being a traitor. What did you traitoring I have
4: a feeling we'll have plenty of time in the future to get into that.
3: We I really could don't Die think... in the future?
4: You know, I think we're all going down that path right now. It's more- Look, listen. (laughs) No. No, We're not not going to talk about it now. Don't worry about it. Considering some of the other shit that she said, it is quite rich to hear her call me that. And she's not a little bit unwarranted. If if you need to know, that's all I'll say. Here's a blanket. Go take a nap. Okay. He
3: takes it and mutters, "I'm not sleeping."
4: No, you're going. Go to sleep. You lit. Your guts were hanging out of your abdomen a few minutes ago. I would really suggest taking a nap. It looks over your shoulder. I got better. God damn it.
0: Alright. Each of you who are taking a watch, please roll me a perception check. I leave it up to Ozem if he's giving Navi a watch or not. No, no. Ozum's not
4: going to give Navi a watch.
0: Is he taking a full long rest, then? Or is he going into the next day with a point of exhaustion?
4: Uh, how long of a... Well, it's... Can we split it 50-50 between me and Rook? And is that fine?
0: Um, it will... One hour is a short
1: rest, at least. So we take at least one a short rest.
0: Yeah, so you can definitely take a short rest. Um, in So brooke do you want to take a long rest because if you want to take a long rest you can split it three ways very nicely if you split it two ways um then either both of you are going to have to take a point of exhaustion you can take a short rest each but not a long rest or um one person could take a long rest and one person will not quite get that long rest and will take a short rest
4: then we'll let oh, you take a watch,
1: watch too. Oh. Okay, yeah. And I got a. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I got a three for my uh perception. Okay.
0: So you know. were you took the first one, and um, you know, it seems. Seems like a nice place. The mists are moving really pretty. You almost nod off a couple times because they're just so hypnotic and pretty as they flow. Ozem, you had a twelve. Again, it's nice. It's uneventful. It's quiet. I'll let you decide how you feel about it being very quiet.
4: He doesn't like it. He's very on edge. And even though he knows that he'll He'll be able able to sleep without worrying, it's very hard for him. I don't know. He he might... might hum
3: to himself a little bit, you might hear
4: him very quietly humming to himself. Does Willie hear this? If you want to hear it, roll perception check. I don't know, maybe you do. <laughs> Are you asleep? Who knows?
1: Yeah, because my shift was, how many hours? Like, four hours? Something like that? Or three?
0: Um, yeah, so it's an eight hour, but we're gonna have to, like, spread it out a little bit so everyone... I mapped this out, and now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, man, um if
3: if Rook started first on a shift, like, Willie's out. She's,
1: like, sprawled out, mouth open. Yeah, that's out. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Not waiting yeah. for Ozem's Which- shit.
1: <laughs> Rook will definitely uh, struggle a little bit and hesitate as he pulls out, like, a symbol of Maliki, his uh, unicorn sort of god that he worships, and uh, just kind of hold it up and be like, I know I haven't talked to you in a while, and uh, things are a little bit rocky, but I'm really hoping you you going to help me out with this, because I do not feel good about this. As uh, He's just like, says a small little prayer and then puts it back in his uh, bag as he continues to watch.
4: Does Ozum see that happen? Can I I check to see if he sees that happen? Go for it, yeah. Uh, An 11.
0: How sneakily does like, is this like an open thing that he does or does he try to do this? He's keeping
1: a hushed tone to not wake anyone up, you know, with his like prayer or anything like that, but uh, it, it's pretty obvious, and you can probably hear his armor also, like, clank and crinkle as he, like, yeah.
0: So it's probably enough to, if you were, you're probably pretty on guard anyway. I did the math, it's you each do a four-hour shift.
5: Okay.
0: It's not that hard of a math, I'm just really bad at math. Uh, you're pretty on guard anyway, um, so if you want to, like, overhear it, but you're probably pretty asleep, so it's kind of how, how perceptive do you think it wasn't going to be?
5: Hmm
4: i think he'll hear just like like, the the mutterings mutterings. i I, I, I think he he just just is paying attention to what's what's happening it's not not, he's not gonna make make any comment about it it. but But he'll he'll take take note that it sounds like a prayer just because he's trying to learn about everyone
0: and you rolled a what was your roll nobby 19 19. You are extra on guard because you've seen this cat several times now. But nothing. You see mists move, but again, it is eerily silent. Seems like this might actually be a safe space, but who knows? We're in the mists. And at last, Vassal stirs before the rest of you, outside of those of you keeping watch, the last shift. And she begins moving through a series of katas, which again are very unbarbarian-like, as she stretches and wakes up for the day. And you all enjoy the benefits of a long rest. Um Cassandra, if you're using DD Beyond, if you go to the top, um you hmm. can click, there's a button that says long rest, click long rest, and then click take a long rest. And it will heal you, restore all your spell slots, and you awake as refreshed as you can be, given the stressful situation you have just been through. Glorious eight hours. sleeping on a cloud is actually rather comfortable. Who knew?
3: I just get up and I go, oh, man, oh, I had terrible dreams that I was, like, in the middle of a dragon, and I look around, recognize everyone, I'm
0: like, oh. Vassal nods and looks you all over and says, I trust you're all rested. She holds out her hands and in one hand a water skin coalesces from mist. And then another. She starts handing one to each of you. And she says, Here on the god plane, you do not need to eat but for your sanity you should drink and she takes out a water skin of her own and takes a drink roll an insight insight. 20 she seems very genuine Um, she doesn't want to be here but she does seem determined to see this thing through to the end. Okay, I'll
3: and take she does seem bed. to want you to drink.
0: Everyone who takes a drink, roll me a d20. And if you do not drink, I do need to know.
4: Ozum smells at first to check. Just because he me. knows what some things poison smell like.
0: Give me a perception check. I got a not 20.
1: Okay.
0: Six.
2: Okay.
4: He, I didn't say he didn't it's four. He's just smelling. He's just going mm-hmm. it a Yeah, Snifarina. I know.
0: 13. 13? It doesn't smell quite normal, but mm-hmm. it doesn't smell like poison. But when you start to think about it, everything here seems a little off. Okay. Um, all of you who rolled... You rolled a nat 20. You rolled a 13, and you rolled a 6. I got a 17. 17? Okay. Navi and Ozum, as you drink, the water refreshes you, and you gain a point of inspiration that you can use during stability checks, which we will dive into next session. For the other two of you... You get a refreshing drink, and it is refreshing. And you do feel a little bit better, and it feels like something normal here on the plane. Are we ready to go?
3: I glug like half the skin and just wipe my mouth. Can you like, miss some sausages? And maybe an egg? I know you said that we didn't have to eat, but... I mean,
0: what if we want to? She gives you a long look, and then says, These skins will refill each morning. So keep them close. And puts her hand to the wall. And you see the mist part slightly and grow thinner as if it wants you to step through.
3: I huff and look at at Nabi and go, She didn't really answer my question. And I walk through. Nabby just rolls her eyes
2: at the
1: no. Brooke will follow.
2: Alright.
4: As I'm all the we follow.
0: Same. You step out onto a plane. Grey and barren as before, but you're immediately blasted with a wall of oppressive dry heat. And you realize this is the first time you've noticed temperature since you've been here. Dust kicks at your emergence, but clears after a moment. Reveal endless dunes of sand in every direction. Still gray, still somehow featureless. The only thing you can see in any direction on the horizon is a pillar a short distance away. Vesel doesn't even glance at this pillar. She holds her hand and you watch that compass again appear in her palm. And she starts marching the direction it points. Her, det- her eyes locked in the distance and a determined gait. Do you follow? Wait, is that my compass? Yep. No. She has a, a misty compass that s- summons out of her hand. Uh, it's not well, solid. When it's I see that, missed.
3: I am hurriedly I check my on. pockets and go, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> you do still have the compass. What's your marching order, if you follow?
4: Ozum's gonna stay in the back.
3: I mean, Rook will
1: I have to go first. to the front. Or Rook will go as much front as he can.
3: I will shove ahead of Rook because if I'm behind somebody, I won't see anything.
0: And I'll be between Rook and Ozum. Alright. Vassal, as conversational as ever, just keeps marching forward and her path leads you towards the pillar, which seems to refract light in a strange way. As you approach, a cool fog coalesces around the pillar about ankle height, and it seems less sentient than the mist. Vassal just keeps walking. Do any of you investigate? Pause to look? Peer from afar? i pause to look. Curious. Roll me a perception. Okay. Uh, where is my perception? Two. Thirteen. Thirteen. You see something that's about ten feet tall and about five feet around, and it's clear. So it's hard to tell if it's glass or ice. Oh, wait, no! The mist is cold. It's probably ice. As you kind of peer at it, you see what looks like a huge, rusted church bell suspended about halfway up in this pillar. With a 13, you see a colorful movement in it? That's about all you see as Vassal keeps walking.
4: Oza moves his hand to his whip as he watches Willy go to investigate something. doesn't pull it out, but his hand is there, ready to use,
3: if need be. Well, I need to announce what I found. I get on my tippy toes and lean over, THERE'S A BELL HERE THAT'S LIKE IN AN ICE THINGY!
0: Vassal kind of rolls her eyes and says keep moving. We don't have time for these kinds of distractions. Are you sure about that? She pauses in her pace and looks back to see if you all are still following. oh that's new.
4: So if you've done this for so long and have failed so many times what is i know you've said that everything that we know will cease to exist but what's your stake in this game why why do this
0: because i was once mortal like you i am a servant of the dreaming god and if he wakes i also end i also see things through What does the bell do? It's part of a dream. A fragment of a dream. Am I too far away to hear any of this? No! We're all- you're all-
3: Okay. Well, if you've done this before, and every single one has failed, maybe we should try something different. And I kick the pillar. Maybe we should look around. Pick up some stuff.
0: So you kick the pillar, and even through the sole of your shoe, you can feel the cold. And right as you say, we should look around, you see a big golden movement. And you look up and come face to face with what has to be a 40-pound pop-eyed goldfish. Swimming inside the ice. And it stares at you its mouth opening and closing.
3: Oh my god! I, I run away and I hide behind the biggest person, which has to be Ozem. Um, um so, so sorry, but as soon as, soon
4: as Ozem, Ozem heard, heard Vasal say that's, a, that's fragment a fragment of a, of a dream. dream, Ozem, Ozem kind, kind of sinks down to squat and, and, and runs his hands, hands up, hands up and hair. His hair. And it's just taking... Very very, 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 short, short exasperated, exasperated breaths. breaths. Like, he's, like trying, he's trying not, trying to, not panic panic, to panic and he's, and he's trying, trying, to trying to calm, to calm himself, himself down. down.
0: Yes, you're going to have a very not fun time here, I'm afraid.
3: Is is he okay? What What's happening? You're usually attack stuff! Get up!
2: Nabi looks at Ozum very confused.
5: He will, he will, if, if you're talking, talking to him, he's really not going to hear you.
4: <laughs> he's, he's just going to focus on trying to breathe and, and eventually his breathing, breathing will, start will start to slow, slow just, just a little, little bit. But he's. If, if he, he was already having, having a bad time, time it, it is just, just progressively, progressively getting, getting so much worse. worse. <laughs> K, I I hate you so much!
0: <laughs> I warned you. We were gonna have to talk after the first episode. <laughs> so the big
2: guy's afraid of fish. Got it.
0: Is is that what this is? We should keep moving.
3: That's probably a good idea. And I uselessly shove Ozem forward. Let's let us let us go, buddy.
1: Since uh, everyone's like slowed down and everything seems to be safe, Rook will follow behind Basal, uh like just trailing her.
4: Ozum will feel like, like he'll, he'll feel, feel the fact that someone's touching him. him, he'll... It might scare him a little bit more, or it might freak him out a little bit more to be touched when he's in this state, so he might like... He's not gonna he's not gonna hurt you, but like he's definitely hands. flinching and like
3: At my baby hands? Yeah,
4: yeah at, at any touch. Like it's it's because he's, he's like, like very close to having a panic attack. <laughs> um, uh
2: Yeah. Do I notice that? It's very I, clear. Yeah. I don't think you It'd can be miss, hard this. To miss it. That uh, No. Stop touching the big
3: one. I raise my hands up and go, It's a Willy!
2: Fine. Willy gnome. Stop touching the big one.
3: I mean, what is this? Who's who's afraid of a fish? He's, like,
4: as soon as her hands go, he's trying to breathe a little bit slower, trying to breathe a little bit slower. He can start to hear things and he goes, Not fish. The
3: pillar? Not Pillar. Well, help us out here, because I'm not going to play 20 questions. The bell. Uh,
4: no, not. It, mm. No. It's just. He's Everyone like...
0: here has a past, and his is catching up rather quickly.
4: Fuck. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great.
2: So, not it's... only do you bring us here, you drive us bad that's good that's good to know because we can fight a god when we're mad that makes sense yeah all he's gonna say is dreams
4: dreams and then stand up and
0: start start walking. walking i am as much a leaf on the stream here as you all are none of this is in my control i am simply trying to keep my world and my god alive
3: but you did all the the lightning and the, the big stuff with the dragon. That may, I mean, if you could do that, I mean, you could probably fix
0: Oz over here, right?
3: Give him and the rest of us something to kind of help us out so we don't go
0: mad? I gave you a compass and water skins. That is what my god has given me to equip you with.
4: He gave he me one night of good rest.
0: And look at the good, it's done.
4: Better not do it again, then. Might as well just let it happen. Like Like I said, when we stepped foot in that that godforsaken room.
0: And Vassal turns and starts walking again, now that you're standing. He He just mutters in dreams and death
4: and follows behind her.
0: And as Vasal reaches, once again there's a curtain of mist. She reaches out to it, puts her hand to it, and the mist stills. And she gives you all kind of a knowing smile. Because she actually has confidence you're going to follow her this time. And she's not going to be waiting too long on the other side. And steps through to a tunnel. And keeps walking.
2: Navi
1: shakes her head and just follows after. Real cool. Uh, look to Willie. Like, so do you have a do you have a weapon at all that you can use? Because if you need a hand axe, I got an extra one.
3: Willie looks up and smugly pulls out her club and like slaps it on her palm. Like, <laughs> yes, I do.
1: I didn't ask if you had a toothpick. I asked if you had like a weapon.
0: Like, this is a club. <laughs> And what like, does Willie's club look like?
3: <laughs> it's, uh, covered in glitter. And, uh, she's put little, uh, sprockets in it, so that they kind of stud the club, so it's very threatening. He's like, <laughs> this can do some real damage. You just haven't seen it yet.
1: Well, if you change your mind, I have an extra one. And then, uh,
4: He'll continue to follow. Ozem is following.
5: His eyes are just looking somewhere, not really anywhere in particular, and just, like, really slow,
4: but still probably walking faster than, like, easy pace to not really lagging behind, but just, like, really slow, deliberate steps, and he's just swaying a little bit and just staring straight ahead. And he's not talking.
0: He's a happy boy.
3: Can I ask a Rook a question? Sure. Because I'm gonna. I don't know where you are in the lineup. I think you are right behind me, right?
1: Yeah, I'm right behind you, yeah.
3: All right, so I kind of like slow so that we're walking side by side and go, so, um, I know you guys are the big bad ones but i'm really worried that our biggest one had a freak out back there what do you think that was about and do you think that's going to happen to the rest of us
1: and he kind of looks around and goes like anything could happen here we literally were here for five minutes and a dragon appeared out of the mist so like i wouldn't be surprised like if any if all of our mental health like deteriorates to the point where we fall into madness but all we can do is stay in the present moment and just keep moving forward and, uh, as he looks back to... Actually, look at Ozen now to see if she's there, he, or is okay.
4: He's, like I said, just looking dead ahead. He's not meeting anyone's eyes. His eyes are honestly pretty glazed over. Um... I, he's... If anything is happening below his eyeline, he will not notice or care. Um, And he's, like I said, just really deliberate, slow, swaying steps. But he's following you.
3: Willy keeps giving nervous, backward glances, because it's weird now. She got really used to Oz being really ornery and negative, and now that he's not, it's worrying her.
0: I mean, that's fair. So as you walk through this tunnel Vassal You can't tell if she's Uncomfortable by the silence Or if now that they're silent She feels like she can or should talk Continues through this Rather long winding corridor And says These dreaming worlds are actually linked To a real world beyond Some of the stories you have heard Are actually of heroes from the waking world. Dreams and reality cross over in strange ways. Ayueth is a powerful god, but more so in this space. They wanted to create, but they didn't like the rules of the waking gods. So they came here and began to dream. And that dream became massive. Not so long ago, a demon awoke and wanted to wake the god. Caused great havoc on their world, without realizing that their world was only one of many. It was then that after their failure, they learned that they needed to become more powerful that they decided they had to destroy all the worlds. And here we find ourselves. And she stops at the end of the tunnel and looks towards the mist, but says, take a short rest. She looks at you, Ozem. I know this has been a lot. We'll continue. And that's where we're going to end our stream tonight. And normally this happens at the end of a long rest, but because this is a good narrative point, you are all going to level up for surviving your first day on the God Plane. Survival (laughs) asterisk next to Willie's (laughs) name. Hey, any fight you walk away from eventually, right? It was that nice rebound. (laughs) (sighs) Thank you all for playing. Um, I know this is a rather tense and strange module, but I hope you are as excited to go on this horrible little adventure as I am. Thank you all for watching. Thank you to my amazing players. Don't forget that we have a tip link if you'd like to support these wonderful people. Uh, let's do a re- quick round of shout outs at the end. Uh, tell us who you are and where we can find you. Starting with Sophie. Hello again, so, so sorry, sorry for, for the, the audio
4: issue. issues. Once again, Again, my name is Sophie, I'm a community Community director Director in the games industry. You can find me at Subatomic Mints, Mints, and I hope you are loving my quite sad, depressed, beefy boy, Ozem. Because Kay is so excited about tormenting me, and I am very much excited about seeing where this is going to go
0: and you don't even know where all it's going. D'Angelo! Hey
1: everyone, my name is D'Angelo Murillo and I'm a tabletop RPG performer. Uh, You can find me on social media at that underscore D'Angelo. I fight with all my heart and soul to bring more inclusivity and diversity to our community uh, by organizing events and doing uh, projects that that pay performers and all this sort of stuff, whatever I can do to help out. And uh, yeah, this was a ton of fun, so I'm excited.
0: Cassandra! That is my name.
3: I will reiterate it. I am Cassandra. You can find me um, anywhere, really, under the handle Cozy Spoon. I'm obviously the, the new one to D and D, but I'm having a great time, and I hope that Willie will keep her little uh, smooth brain of positivity burning bright during this horrendous campaign.
0: <laughs> she is a breath of fresh air in this angsty, angsty bunch. And Jen. Hi, I'm
2: Jen. I am a content creator and the director of partnerships over at Women in Games International. And I'm also a talent manager at Tyres TV. And I also love creating space for people in the gaming industry. Um, And you can find me on Twitter at Jen Geeky or Jen Mac the Geeky Writer everywhere else.
0: And I'm Kay Purcell. I've been your DM for this evening. Or now that we know the setting of the place, I have been your? mistress (laughs) mistress <laughs> I already hurt David uh, with that one, psychic damage for all <laughs> you, you, can me. Me <laughs> you can find me you could find me at kdamfear on twitter and I would also like to shout out my Cody M, full rubber ducky aka David Lee, who's been doing some amazing behind the scenes work and helping keep me on the rails um, thank you again to my players, extra special thank you to our mods, uh, David, Dane, Cato, and Emily, couldn't have done this without you Uh, I can't verb how much I appreciate you. Thank you to all of our viewers for spending your evening with us. I hope you'll come back next week as we continue this spooky adventure. Uh, Be kind to yourselves and be excellent to each other. Thank you all. Bye. Uh, Oh my goodness. I can't find it. There it is. (laughs)